Welcome to Taiwan Brief, insights on news impacting Taiwan. I'm Donovan Smith in Taichung, Taiwan. Now, before we dive in, I'd like to thank our patrons who keep this project going and more than once have ensured that things keep ticking over in my own life. So I'd like to thank Emily, Najee, Nathan, Frank, Sebastian, Ryan, Joshua, Lauren, Carlos, Courtney, and Paul. Thanks to all of you. You've made a huge difference to us here at Taiwan Report. As is usually the case, part of this show is based on a column in Taiwan News, but as always, with added content, insights, and anecdotes just for you guys. Hopefully, if you turned into the previous show, you were well prepared for the results of the election. In my predictions, I got two wrong, Jilong and Jinmen. I'm going to beat myself up a bit on getting Jilong so wrong, though less so on Jinmen. In truth, I don't understand Jinmen or Matsu anywhere near as well as I should, and there isn't much coverage or polling to work with. Still, at over 90% accurate, I feel pretty good about the predictions, if not the actual results of the election. I had actually hoped I was wrong in some of those races. But hope isn't helpful in analysis. In a few days, a breakdown analysis of the election will be done as a show. In the meantime, I'm traveling to Taipei to make a speech and will be on the road for a couple days. Now, this show makes some points previously made, but it is important to get this message out before the onslaught of horrible headlines hits the web. With luck, at least one or two very bad takes can be averted. Yesterday's elections were a bloodbath for the DPP. It was their worst result this century, but worse, it also undercut Taiwan's international image and possibly made it harder on the DPP itself in the upcoming national elections. President Tsai Ing-wen has worked tirelessly and with great success to build a positive image for Taiwan overseas, firming up support both in popular public opinion and in the corridors of power, and cementing an image of Taiwan worldwide as a strong democracy on the front lines against a hegemonic authoritarian empire bent on annexing a peaceful, free, and proudly independent nation that stands as a model of good behavior and global citizenship. To many in Taiwan, including myself, this makes Tsai and her foreign policy team under Foreign Minister Zhao Xie Joseph Wu heroes worthy of veneration in the history books. It's hard to underscore just how successful they've been at this. True, they had many historical trends in their favor, and to a large degree, China's behavior has made it easier. But there was an exceptional amount of nuance and skill that went into maximizing its value to Taiwan by President Tsai, Foreign Minister Wu, and others like Xiaobi Kim in the United States. Unfortunately, recently a dark force was at work undermining President Tsai's efforts. None other than DPP Party Chair Tsai Ing-wen. A devastatingly accurate Reuters headline sums it up this way. Taiwan president quits as party head after China threat bet fails to win votes. Taiwan's local elections are just that, local. Unfortunately, DPP party chair Tsai tied this election to nationalism, resisting the China threat, and openly stated that a vote for the DPP was a vote for democracy and a bit narcissistically a vote for herself, and that voters needed to vote for the DPP to, quote, send the right message to the world, 
as if somehow your local city councilor and mayor had anything significantly substantive to do with those issues. As the writer's piece accurately and rather tartly put it, polls opened in Taiwan on Saturday in local elections that President Tsai Ing-wen has framed as being about sending a message to the world about the island's determination to defend its democracy in the face of China's rising bellicosity. In national elections where leaders and lawmakers are chosen to make critical foreign policy and national defense decisions in the face of the China threat, the appeals that Tsai made in this election are substantive and important issues and concerns. This messaging appealed to voters' concerns in the national elections in 2016 and 2020, delivering landslide victories for the DPP in both. But local elections are about sewage system maintenance, public transportation, preschool access, and other issues that are totally unrelated to sending a message about defending democracy on the world stage. Worse, as explored in depth previously, the DPP could have included elements in their campaign platforms on issues where local governments could and should play a critical role in preparing against the China threat, such as with preparing air raid shelters, hardening infrastructure, and organizing emergency response teams, and so forth, but chose not to in favor of just simply repeating nationalistic slogans. On election day, Taiwanese voters made it clear they had seen right through this rather desperate late-in-the-game attempt to reframe the debate via empty grandstanding. It blew up in the DPP's face. Voters in Taiwan knew they were being gamed. The Reuters report also included this accurate statement. Quote, Although the outcome of the election will be an important measure of popular support for both parties, it cannot necessarily be read as an auger for the next presidential and parliamentary races in 2024. That is likely true, but the DPP now has a problem. The slogans and appeals they used in this election are now somewhat tarnished by association with a naked partisan appeal, not backed with substance. The DPP now needs to think carefully about how they frame these genuinely critical issues for the upcoming 2024 national elections in a way that appeals to voters, without once again coming across as just another cynical pitch. These issues genuinely matter in national elections, and the DPP now needs to think through how they intend to campaign in a way that once again makes them real and important to voters. Thankfully, the Reuters piece was good, and journalists Sarah Wu and Emo Lee deserve props for getting it right in possibly the world's most powerful news source. But the damage to Taiwan's reputation from other sources is already starting to appear. That same Reuters piece was edited to run under the cringeworthy headline, Taiwan Votes in Local Elections Build as Message for China and the World, on CNN. As of this recording, the election results have only been finalized hours ago, but it's already becoming clear it is only going to go downhill from here. China has already seized on the propaganda potential of the DPP tying this election to the China threat and failing miserably. There's no other way to read a headline like, quote, China says Taiwan election result shows people want peace as anything other than a win for China. And the DPP handed it to them on a silver platter. 
For very simple, practical, and logical reasons, the KMT was very well positioned coming into this election to win big. There is no broader message to be drawn from it. The only upside to this debacle is that after giving China and those who argue that Taiwan isn't worth defending a golden opportunity to drive a wedge into the debate, at least DPP Chair Tsai Ing-wen has resigned. Hopefully, that will clear the way for President Tsai Ing-wen and Foreign Minister Wu to clean up this disaster. All right, tune in in a couple days and we'll have an election breakdown and wrap up with uh, lots of nerdy details for all of you. See you then. This has been brought to you by the Taiwan Report. For more content like this, become our patron at report.tw. Oh, it's that Taiwan girl. I like my Taiwan girl.